Welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast, where we offer solutions to the obstacles you face when it comes to achieving your health and fitness goals. As a married couple who's lost a combined weight of 100 kilograms and 11 clothes sizes, our raw, real, and relatable stories will show you the path you must walk to achieve, and more importantly, maintain the results you know you can reach, because we know it works. So get ready to share the success and show the results with your hosts, Matt and Courtney. Hello, welcome, thank you for joining us once again here at the Weight Loss Podcast. You're here with me, Matt, as you usually are here with me, Matt. And me, Matt, I'm here as I normally am with you, Courtney. Yes, I'm here. Boy, did I complicate that. <laughs> you did. Season nine rolls on, as it must. Mm-hmm. We are here to discuss our favourite foods and recipes because, as we have said earlier, we've been asked a few questions about, hey, it would be cool if you talked about this. And one of the things that it would be cool that we talked about was what the hell do you guys actually love with your foods? It's time. It is. So we're going to be talking about our individual specific favorite food sources, recipes, and we're also – it's mm, junk food. We're just laying it out. Yep. Aren't we? So let's just dive the hell in. So, Courtney, get it out of the way. What are your favorite treats? Well, anything sweet, really. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely more sweet than savory. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about chocolate, ice cream. Chocolate of what variety? I actually really like dark chocolate now. Well, give, give a percentage I could I could have up to ninety five percent dark Whoa. chocolate. Yeah, I actually quite like it, and the the more bitter it is, actually works well for me because then I can't overeat on it. Yeah, because you can't eat that too much of it, so that's good. But I really just go well. I'm also um, intolerant to a lot of dairy, so that's also why I have high percentage high percentage dark chocolate because um, of that, but also um, I just enjoy the taste better now anyway. Um, I think over time when I switched to having less and less sugar throughout my daily food intake, you'd be surprised on how how much your taste buds change. Or well, you know this, Matt. Um, your taste buds change and you're able to tolerate, not just tolerate, but enjoy more bitter flavours more often. Mm. So... Definitely dark chocolate is my absolute favourite. Um, but ice cream would be my second favourite treat. Um, peanut butter, anything peanut butter, anything hazelnut always works well for me. Um, and then usually burgers would be like my treat sort of dinner, lunch, dinner style food. Um like I love a good burger. More often than not, when we have our cute little dates together, it generally ends in a burger or starts with a burger. Usually that d- does tend to be um, where we go. Mm. But, I mean, there's so many out there. I mean, I-, I love pasta, but being also intolerant to gluten, it's not a lot usually that I can go out and eat. Um, I can't remember the last time you ate pasta. No, I don't eat it very I'm often. I'm not sure if I've ever seen you eat pasta. 
No. Well, for a long time at least. No. Sometimes I cook it myself. I'll mm. go, I'll go um, to the whole food market and get some really good pasta alternative um, that doesn't include wheat or gluten. Yep. But, um, but, yeah, usually when we go out, tends to be sort of burger, tends to be our go-to treat mm. meal. Mm. What about yourself? In terms of favourite treats? Yeah. Where should I start? <laughs> uh, gelato. Well, yeah. Gelato. I, I, I do like ice cream, but I'm, I've become a little bit of a snob when it comes to ice cream. I would much prefer to have top-tier gelato. Uh, unfortunately, the best that you and I, Courtney, have ever had was a store located in New York City. So if you're listening, happen to be in New York, there is or perhaps was a gelato store in New York City named Grom, G-R-O-M. Holy shit balls! I would go back there just for that. <laughs> and arguably, we actually did go back there just for that. <laughs> so given the geographical challenges that presents, I can't have that regularly. Great food in general in New York City. There was. Oh, it's like anywhere you can find good stuff, you can find bad stuff, but we had some really good shit over there. Mm. Oh, yeah. So gelato is is top of the list. Uh, pizza, I'm a big pizza fan. Uh, just if the question is being asked, yes, it must have pineapple. If you disagree, then please stop I listening. I disagree. To okay, but I mean, <laughs> I've broken up with women over less. Can't disagree more. Can't disagree more. Yep. You think you know someone, hey? You, you know, think you know You someone. know that I don't like pineapple and it does not need to be on a pizza. Well, pineapple is, as, as I'll get to, in my top fruits of all time. Uh, but yes, pineapple on pizza, hell yes, I love pizza. But I, my body will tell me if the pizza I'm having is too greasy because I just feel like hot garbage. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten better at making our own pizzas at home, Courtney. Yeah which I'm not going to step on our Fake Away Foods episode, but, uh, yeah, our homemade pizzas kind of kick ass. Yeah, they do. So, yeah, speaking of um, – we spoke about burgers. Big burger fan, but the same thing again. Like, if it's too greasy, I just feel like junk. Yeah. My body I've, – I've been looking after myself for so long now that if I put things into my body that it clearly does not like, it will tell me without holding back. So, fish and chips – Yes. Are a favourite uh, treat of mine or junk food, you might say, as well. Quality fish and chips, and you can taste the difference between a, a low-grade, low-to-mid-grade fish and chip meal versus a top-shelf fish and chip. Courtney happens to also make these delightful caramel slices, which she tends to share with friends and family. And every now and then I'll be like, yeah, you know what? Give me a hit of that. Damn, they are so good. <laughs> would you consider making some this weekend? I actually would because Asking now you've said them. Okay. <laughs> now I want one. Yeah, they – man, man, they are so good. But number one for me, my number one treat, you might say junk food but not really, chicken parmigiana. Mm. I am on a lifelong 
global Palmer tour. If I go somewhere new and Palmer's on the recipe, I'm getting it. I need to know what they're, what they're like. So Courtney and I have both agreed that if for some reason people stop listening to our podcast, our business just goes belly up, I'm going to start globalparmareviews.com and I'll be over there doing that. <laughs> yes. Love a good Palmer. Mm-hmm. So that's me when it comes to treat foods or junk foods, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm not sure why I didn't put chocolate on this list because what is wrong with me? Chocolate is absolutely on my list. Yeah, and and the one that I didn't say before too would be like toast. I love toast. Yes. Just peanut butter on toast. Cheese and tomato on toast. Oh, so good. Ham and cheese on toast. Yep. So good. Ham on toast. Love it. All right, so let's let's shift over. I'll start talking about more real foods, you might you might say, Courtney. Just our favorite staple foods. Staple foods. So we'll start with let's start with carbohydrates. Yeah. So my like high energy favorite carbohydrates yeah. would be potato or sweet potato. No no preference there? Oh uh, probably no, actually probably not a preference. Mm-hmm. They both sit the same with you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, both sit really well with, with me. Um, rice, really love rice, especially when you flavour it. Any particular type of rice because, gee, there's plenty out there and we can have a discussion on what the best rices are. I really like jasmine rice. Okay. Um, I, I actually just really like white rice and yep. then flavouring it. But um, I do I do like quinoa. As well, which is not a rice, but I really do like quinoa. It's like a pain to cook, but you can cook them in the rice cooker. Yeah, it's just so small, and it there. I, I think and it's annoying isn't. to cook, but what about your thermo mix? Yeah, could cook cook it in there, but um, really like those as my high energy carb sources. Can't think of any others. Did you have high energy carb sources? You'd have toast. Well, toast, but it's more Bread. of a treat. More of a treat than anything else, really. Um, uh, for me, in terms of my my sort of top tier high energy carbohydrates, number one for me actually is quinoa. Mm. For a number of reasons: one, it's delicious, straight yeah. up. Two, I feel incredible on quinoa. It doesn't sit heavy. Mm-hmm. I don't feel lethargic or puffy or bloated. I don't get, like. I love bread, but bread gives me bread belly. Yeah. Okay. And if you listening get bread belly, you know precisely what I'm referring to. You just you feel it. Quinoa just sits so well with me, so that's my favourite. Yep. Not as hard to cook as Courtney claims it to be. You just put it in the rice cooker. Mm-hmm. Uh, oats, love me some oats, steel cut rolled oats. Get in my belly. Yes. Sweet potato is my favourite potato, but all potatoes are good. Yes. Especially when we make our. We oven roast our sweet potato chips. Mm. Would you consider making those this weekend too? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, bread, bread and toast. Without question, are a, a. I personally like them. I love bread sandwiches, toast, toasted sandwiches, whatever it might be. Unfortunately, they don't love me back. 
So bread is, for me, what you would call a bonus food, not a staple food, because I feel like junk when I have bread. So I have that momentary hit of, oh my God, this is so good. And then for the next half an hour, I feel like the marshmallow man. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. What about your favourite sources of meat, Courtney? Meat for me would be a pretty broad range, really. The only real ones that I don't enjoy is a lot of fish. I'm not a big fish seafood eater. Seafood in general, I'm not a massive seafood eater. Um, I do like salmon, but I'm not a huge white fish fan. So it's probably the one that I don't include is a lot of seafood. But for me, Have it would be... Have you had be, tuna a few times? Yeah, tuna I don't mind. Don't mind either. But um, tuna, tuna and, and salmon I don't mind, but I'm not massive... Never hit like seafood. a never hit like a can of sardines. No, yuck. Not bad. Not bad. No, thank you. Okay. No, even tuna is not like I don't love it, but I would have it in a pinch. So if we go to like a Chinese restaurant, I shouldn't like surprise order you a fish head. Mm-mm. No, like thank fish you. Fish head soup. No, thank you. Okay. Um, I still will. <laughs> I do red meat. I enjoy. Pretty much all other forms of um, protein. So red meat, um, chicken. Any particular types lamb. of red meat or cuts of red meat? Though? Like, let's get specific here. Like, okay. there's, there's red meat, lamb, beef, kangaroo. There's the red meat of your fallen enemies. <laughs> I like um, pretty much all the above. So lamb, beef, kangaroo. I enjoy kangaroo. We don't cook it very often, but it is delicious. I find it delicious. What are your favourite cuts of steak? Steak would be scotch fillet or ribeye probably if I had to choose, yeah. Fancy pants. Yeah, well, they're just, you know. The flavour's there. The flavour is there. What about Um, a good tomahawk? Tomahawk is nice, yeah. We had that one time. Barbecue it. Where we had it here and we barbecued it and sliced it up. It was delicious. Remember how big that was? Yeah, it was massive. I could actually use it as a tomahawk. It was plenty for us for dinner. What if we had another one? Yes. Um, chicken chicken fillet we usually cook with the most. Breast or thigh? Um, breast. Chicken fillet breasts we would cook with the most. Thigh, I just never really cook with it that often, but I've started to cook with it a bit more and it is delicious as well. There's more flavour in the thigh than yeah. there is in the breast. I find that the, the thigh goes well for me slow cooked. The slow cooker works really well, definitely. So love that. Love a good roast chicken. Always love a good roast chicken. Let's buy it, pull it apart. Yeah, you've got plenty there. It's a, it's a very very much like a food prep hack. Absolutely. Just buy, buy a roast chicken or two and just just yank them apart. And it's also bang, great cost effective if you're hosting people over for dinner or something like that. It's actually time more, effective too. More cost effective just to buy a raw chicken. A, a whole raw chicken and then put some seasoning on it and roast it yourself in the oven. Mm. Um, very cost effective and, like, you can get a whole raw chicken usually for around, what, $10 from the supermarket? Sounds about right, yeah. Maybe maybe unders at the moment because everything costs so much. Um, but, um, but, yeah, chicken, I mentioned salmon, love salmon, skin on, crispy skin, has to be crispy though. I don't like undercooked Fish, because I'm not a sushi fan, personally. I don't don't get the love for sushi. I don't really like 
fish that isn't fully cooked. So I like it to be very crispy cooked all the way through. I love lamb. I think the flavor in lamb is delicious. Christmas and roast lamb. Let's go. Um, I do really like kangaroo. If people listening to this don't know, you can eat kangaroo. Um, it is commonly sold here in Australia. Kangaroo is also an incredibly nutritious form of red meat. Very, very low in fat, extremely high in protein, iron, things like that. Very much from a nutritional standpoint, like a five-star Yes. Meat. It is something that is a bit of an acquired acquired taste. So we talk about red meat. Kangaroo tastes like the reddest of red meat. It's very strong. It has a very strong flavour. It does have quite a gamey flavour to it. Very strong smell when you're cooking it. Very strong smell when you're cooking it. A lot of people are turned off by the smell of it. Um, but it is, yes, I, I find it a very delicious um, cut of meat or mm. style of meat and um, – the kangaroo sausages are tremendous. Not for everyone, but as I said, I, I particularly love it. And if you're interested, I do highly recommend trying it because um, some people are put off, but it is delicious. Mm. Um, so that would probably be my go-to meat sources. But in terms of general protein, I would also include eggs there. We, we go through a lot of eggs. We quite like cooking with eggs, so omelettes and different egg-style recipes. So um, – I would put that in there in terms of a protein source that mm. I think would be on both of our lists. Oh, yeah. You, mm. I'm, I'm just going to lay this out there. I make a tremendous omelette. Just ask me. Yes. I think if we so, had a bigger property, so you, we'd probably have chickens. So we could get our own eggs, but we mm. don't. But maybe sometime in the future. Things change. Yes. You never know. <laughs> Um, what is on your uh, protein slash meat list, Matt? Uh, chicken breast in particular, because yep. for me it's just very versatile. I can just use it anywhere I want. I can put it in a stir fry. I can have it cold, have it as part of salads. Like it, I cook it into an omelette. Mm. Uh, take your pick. We would often do that during the week is just to um, make a basic marinade, uh, slice up chicken breast, into sort of chunks and then um, barbecue barbecue them. And then that way you've got them to be able to dice up, as Matt said, put it into different um, salads or vegetable mixes, things like that. It's like a protein base. Yeah. And then you can mix it with whatever you want. So I can just have it with, you know, stir fry veg or, or some salad that we make up or something like that. So the yeah, those marinades you make for the chicken that I barbecue are very, very good. What goes into your chicken marinades? Um, if I'm making a bit more of like a sauté inspired one, it's very simple. It's literally just um, peanut butter. A particular type of peanut butter. I like chunky peanut butter, mm-hmm. but that's just me. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, peanut butter, sweet chilli sauce, a little bit of soy sauce, and honey. Mm-hmm. And mix that through, whisk it up, and then pour it over the, uh, the chicken. If um, – there's one you make without the peanut butter. It's pretty similar, just without the peanut butter. So it's really just like a more of a, a, a soy, a soy sweet chili sauce. So it would be more soy. So in the um, saute one, it's sort of equal parts um, honey, sweet chili sauce, and and um, peanut butter, and then just a little bit of soy. Yeah. Whereas if you take out the peanut butter, you just up the soy sauce and make it more of a sweet chili soy mm. type of a 
um, a recipe. So a little bit of honey or you could use a little bit of maple syrup or something like that instead. Um, sweet chili sauce and and um, soy sauce. That's really all it is. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so chicken breast is, is top of the list for me there with more red meat. Uh, yeah, a, a good steak like a big chunky tomahawk never mm-hmm. fails to, to miss the mark. But they're not something you have every day. Yes. They're more of a special special occasion kind of thing. A good scotch fillet steak goes well for me. Uh, I'll also quite like just a good quality porterhouse. Yes. I tend to sort of gravitate towards a scotch fillet or a porterhouse yeah. when I'm buying steak for myself. Uh, I do also like kangaroo. It, it sits very, very well. Uh, I really like the kangaroo burgers and the kangaroo sausages. Yes. The steaks are pretty good too. Uh, the mints I'm not so much a fan of. No, neither. Even though I know how good it is nutritionally, just the, the composition of it and the to me it just doesn't work the same way lean beef mints does for the savoury minces that I make up. Yes. So I, I tend to tend to avoid the kangaroo mints. Salmon is big on my list as well. I like salmon. Uh, don't mind tuna, but prefer it flavoured. Yes. Uh, I have smashed more than my fair share of sardine cans mm. in my time. Acquired taste, but yeah, not bad. I'm not much of a massive seafood guy myself. Nine times out of ten when I go seafood, it's going to be salmon. Yep. Oh, the, the, crispy, the crispy skin salmon that we cook here at home with the salad we put it in is just Mate, I live for it. It is so good. Also, favorite protein source of mine or meat, turkey. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Love turkey. The uh, the turkey the turkey fillets that we buy that we sort of spice up ourselves. I actually think they taste better than the chicken. Yeah, I think, it's, I think turkey tastes better than chicken. Forgot all about turkey. Yeah, turkey's beautiful. Mm. Eggs are on my list, given that I have an obsession with what can I cook into an omelette today. The other day I cooked grapes into one of my omelettes. Yes. It's just, yep, don't judge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're on the list. Um, while I'm discussing protein sources and meats, I'm just here to say pork is overrated. And I'll move, wow. on. And, and I'll, and I'll move, and I'll move on. Wow. <laughs> You're just going to drop that there. I'm just going to drop that. I don't get it, like. The, the pork, the pork crackle, like, yep, yeah, cool, you want it, you have it. I just don't go for it. It just – sometimes I'll ha- – if, if the pork is just so perfectly well cooked, it's it's okay. Yeah. But if there's – if you were at Christmas, got the big family gathering and it's like, yeah, there's roast chicken, there's roast pork, there's roast lamb, like I'm going straight to the lamb, bang, hit me. Yeah. Then I'm going to the chicken and then if like – yeah, pork doesn't even like register on the radar for me. So for me, it's just yeah, not meh. I'm a bit with you on that. I wouldn't really? say pork would be my first go and grab. Your brothers might be offended by us saying this, by the way. I think they live for their pork, don't they? Sure. Yeah. 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 Yes. All right. Let's talk fruits, Courtney. All right. What are on your list for fruits? Fruits. Where did I write my list for fruits? I'm just writing. I'm just checking my list because I tried to. We tried to be prepared for this episode because we knew if we did it off the top of our head, we would forget things. So, my fruit list 
includes a vegetable, which is weird. Um, <laughs> put that in the wrong group. Okay, so my fruits I've listed down. I'm not a massive fruit person. We'll start there. This is this is a joke with a couple of friends of mine. How I'm not a massive fruit eater. Um, I'm a little bit strange when it comes to fruits because there's fruits that I will have, but if they're in like a smoothie, but I don't enjoy eating them. So I don't eat, say, for, for a good example is bananas. I don't like bananas. I would never eat a banana. But if there was some banana in a smoothie with other fruits, I'm fine with that. Mm. But it's just I don't enjoy the flavor and the texture of eating a banana. So I'm not. A, a, this is not going to be a massive lift list for me. The main fruits that I would go through usually in a week or not even in a full week, but every week I would have blueberries. Frozen blueberries are my sort of go-to smoothie. Staple. Staple ingredient. Same. So love frozen blueberries in smoothies. It is a fruit that I probably wouldn't just sit down and snack on. Personally, I don't love to eat blueberries, but love them in my smoothies. Um, the fruits that I would probably sit down and actually eat as a whole fruit would be very boringly just apples. I do love an apple. Um, nectarines, which I do love. Unfortunately, they are seasonal. So By far, nectarine is the fruit I've seen you eat the most since I met you. And it's not even close. I love nectarines. Unfortunately, they are seasonal. So you can only get them here around the summer months. So I think they're out of season now, which is very sad. What is so good about nectarines? I... Like that they've got a harder texture to them, so they're more like an apple type of a texture. I don't like soft, like really soft, mushy fruits. Um, so I think it, partly of it is the texture. They're sweet. <clears throat> they've got that sweetness to them as well. Is it like an apple alternative? Probably. Okay. I don't know. To me, I don't love pears, but I like nectarines, so... <laughs> Not pears, um, peaches. Don't love peaches. Don't love pears. But, yeah, I have apples and nectarines. I don't know. Don't get me st- – it's weird, it, I know. That's not weird. We're, we are who we are. Is it the crunch? I do like the crunch, yeah, yeah okay. of it as well. Maybe you just like the, the crunch gets you. I love grapes as well. That would be my other main fruit that I do really quite enjoy. I love like grapes. All grapes? Yeah. Um, per- is it purple grapes or red grapes? Red grapes. Red grapes and green grapes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, absolutely. But they're pretty much the only <laughs> only fruits that I actually eat. What about pineapple, bro? Don't like pineapple. The fuck? Don't like the taste of pineapple in general. I, I think it just overpowers <sighs> everything. Um, I Other berries I would have in smoothies, but I just don't love the texture or the taste of actually just sitting there eating berries. Yep. Um. I know it's strange. I can't. I can't explain it. It's not strange. You are who you are. Yes. Now, on the subject of fruits, buckle up, kids. Here we go. Here it goes. Unlike, Loves fruits. Unlike, this one. unlike Courtney, I happen to be something of a fruit connoisseur, mm-hmm. and I'm here to tell you that Calypso mangoes are the greatest fruit ever invented. We'll start right there. Mango is my number one, but must be a Calypso mango. Okay. Ten out of ten. It is, it is fruit perfection. Goes with so many things, also perfect by itself. 
But this was a tough list to do because Calypso Mango just beat out Strawberries. Strawberries blended, strawberries whole. Like, seriously, you can airlift them into my mouth. Just load up on a helicopter and just drop them straight in. Let's go. You do love strawberries. Do I ever. But also part of the golden triangle of fruit is, of course, pineapple. Maybe the most versatile fruit of all time. Delicious by itself. Delicious with salads. Delicious cooked. Delicious raw. Just straight delicious. Just delicious. No matter what it is, it just it is, it is so good. I just, how can you not like it? I don't know. I just don't. It's like just it. it's just amazing. Uh, I'm also a big orange guy, mm-hmm. but have a preference for navel oranges in particular. I don't mind a mandarin. Mm. A mandarin, but it must be more bouncy. Is the word I'll use. The, the pips kind of shit me off. Working through working through the pips in mandarins. Yes. Blueberries are on my list of favourite fruits. Uh, I have blueberries literally every single day of my life. Yes. Now, blueberries I do like blended, the frozen blueberries blended into smoothies or even I um, might stir them into like a, like a smoothie bowl. Yep. So I don't so actually. Actually, at the moment, I don't even blend my blueberries. I have them whole, blended in with like a, a protein mousse. Mm. Holy shit! In fact, I'm going to have one once we stop recording this podcast. <laughs> I also like raw blueberries. Mm. Uh, delicious in salads. Yeah, delicious by themselves. Uh, just tremendous. Red seedless grapes get into my belly. When I grew up, it was all green grapes, and I still like green grapes. But now the red seedless ones are top of the charts. Yes, for me, to the point where, as you will attest to, Courtney, if I would make myself like say a a stir fry meal with like you know, say satay barbecue chicken and stir fry vegetables, I'll have that all cooked, and then I will slice and put through my satay stir fry raw red seedless grapes cold. So I've got the mix of sweet and savoury and hot and cold. Tell me how weird I am. You are, it's incredibly weird to me. It is so delicious. It just it just makes me happy. It just it just hits the spot. And a final fruit shout out to kiwi fruit. Ugh. Kiwi fruit is delicious, and I'm here to tell you skin on, skin off. I eat kiwi fruit skin on, and it is fantastic. Is that like a debate with? Uh, kiwi fruit uh, lovers, is it skin on or skin off? Depends on what you would define as debate. There's people that eat it skin on who are correct and people who eat it skin off who are incorrect. So if that's a debate, then yes. But yeah, skin on to me just makes it even better again. I love it. So let's talk vegetables, Courtney. Good old-fashioned veg. What do you got? Um... What have I got? Um, vegetables I love. Um, well, I've already mentioned sort of the high energy carb vegetables, so potato, sweet potato. They're your starchy ones. They're my starchy ones. But um, what else do I love? Most most vegetables I actually do quite like. So I like um, broccoli, cauliflower, 
I actually don't mind Brussels sprouts. They just don't like me. <laughs> Most vegetables I actually quite enjoy. It's just whether they like me back. In what way do Brussels sprouts not like you? Brussels sprouts just mess with my tummy. So Gassy? Um, yeah, very bloaty, gassy. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't. I just don't seem to be able to digest them well. Yeah. Um, so I steer clear of those. Um, carrots, celery, pumpkin, love pumpkin, um, tomato, which I think is actually a fruit. But anyway, we'll put it there for now. Um, spinach. Mm. Anything else sort of salad-based, so different lettuces, mixes, um, what else? Um, I bake with like um, if I was going to do like a big sort of um, pasta style or like a vegetarian lasagna thing without the pasta, usually like zucchini, eggplant, pumpkins, um, love all of that. I'm just trying to think what I'm missing. But pretty much most vegetables, as I say, that I that I enjoy, it's just whether they like me back. Peas, corn. Um, what vegetables don't like you back? Don't like me back would be uh, Brussels sprouts, beans. Mm. So like green beans or anything like that. But even like legumes just don't agree with me whatsoever. Um, I think they're the main ones. Yeah. That's all I had on my list, and I can't think of anything that I've missed right now. You won't think of anything until we stop recording. Correct. And when somebody messages and, and, us and says, oh, hey, what about this? And I'm like, and you'd be oh, like, shit, I forgot that. I eat that literally every day. But they would be probably you'd be my like main peas. Ones. Yeah, peas, corn. Do you like minted peas? I don't mind minted peas. I wouldn't go out of my way to get them. But That's a shame. Um. I do. I really enjoy carrots, but I don't love cooked carrot. Prefer raw. I prefer raw carrot. Yep. But if the carrot is in in something, it, it's fine to be cooked. It's just if I was going to roast a bunch of vegetables, I don't love the taste of roasted carrot. You know, it should be on your list for favorite vegetables: capsicum. Oh, capsicum! Of Otherwise course. known as bell peppers. Yes. In America, we call them capsicums here. I don't know why they're such different names. But anyway, love them. Um, all all colours. All colours. Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin? Yep, said pumpkin. Love Did pumpkin. Yeah. All different ones. All different pumpkins. Beautiful. Um, whether you're using it for slow cooking or roasting on its own or anything like that, it's just delicious. Very versatile vegetable pumpkin. Yeah. Goes with many things. And a really good... Um, supplement for a lot of recipes that have a lot of potato in them. So if you're not necessarily wanting to add p- potato, if you want maybe like a more of a low-carb recipe option and you don't want to add the potato in, I will often then add some pumpkin in as a replacement. Potato and pumpkin are very easy substitutes. Yeah, I think that's the word I was other. looking for. Yeah. I said the wrong word before, didn't I? I mean, hey, I'm, I'm. If you want to start selling pumpkin supplements, like we can talk. Like, <laughs> Is that what I said? Supplement. Yeah, hell of a business idea. <laughs> I knew as soon as you said that word, I'm like, oh, I don't think I said that before. I think I okay. said the wrong word. <laughs> yes. Anything else come to mind? I can't think of anything. I'm sure there is. What about you? Well, minted peas. 
are just delightful. Better than regular peas? I like both and I'll have both. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't say I'd have one over the other. It's nice to alternate. Mm. I am a legumes guy. Chickpeas and lentils, like I live for it. They just add so much body and texture and fullness to many different types of meals that you might make up. I'm here all day for pumpkin, straight up. That's one thing with yourself that you probably could have mentioned, Courtney, your pumpkin soup. Yeah, I love pumpkin soup. The spicy, slow-cooked pumpkin soup that you make up yeah. is delish with that barbecue chicken or we put through there. Tell you what stuff. another vegetable that doesn't agree with me, yeah. onion. Onion and ah. garlic are the ones that the other ones that I'm just remembering. Actually, they might be the big ones. They're the big ones that I don't eat. I think I don't think about them because I never, never buy them, them yeah. or eat uh, eat them. But, yeah, they are um, on the list of vegetables that I do not eat. So I've got pumpkin. I've also once again called out sweet potato because it's so good I've mentioned it twice on my lists. I, I, I do like Brussels sprouts and Brussels sprouts happen to like me. Uh, but... I prefer it when we – Courtney showed me a little thing that she does with Brussels sprouts where we oven roast them with a bit of garlic seasoning. Oh, my goodness. They, that is so good. Yes. So good. So I'm all about that. Peas and beans, like just good old-fashioned cut green beans. I'm going to give a special shout-out to snow peas because snow peas are just tremendous. Okay, have them. I actually do have them raw, straight out of the packet. Just mm-hmm. the crunch, delicious, yep. delicious cooked, delicious raw. I've written on my list uh, about eggplant, but I've only got this on the list because the eggplant emoji makes me laugh every time I get to use it. For whatever creepy reason, I get to use eggplant emojis. Eggplant itself, I don't get. Uh, to me, eggplant, as from a flavor point of view, is right up there with avocado, as in what the people see in it. Because avocado, I'm just going to say it right now, terribly overrated by people like you, Courtney. You think avocado is the shit? I don't eat avocado all the time. It's just that there has a place for it. And I think avocado on toast with eggs is just Fantastically good. And what would the difference be if you remove the avocado? Would you notice a difference apart from it's less green? Yes. Okay. It adds flavour. You listening, if you want to give us feedback, please feel free to reach out and educate me. Like, what the hell is so good about avocado? I don't get it. The texture is gross. It has no taste. People use it as a spread. Like, okay, here's a spread, peanut butter. Yeah. So what am I missing here? Maybe it's just me. I like it. That's fine. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I've noticed over, as I've gotten older, I've become a bit of a vegetable dude. When for when I was grotesquely obese, I avoided vegetables like the plague. Yes. So as you t- mentioned earlier, Courtney, taste buds do change. And the funny thing is like you listening – I, I was like this, Courtney, you know what this is about too. Like, you know, you, I'm craving chocolate or I'm craving sugar or sweetness. I crave certain vegetables now. That's how much my body's changed over time. Like, I just get like this hankering, like, hmm, could really handle some, you know, garlic 
oven roasted Brussels sprouts this week or could really get some pumpkin on the plate, you know? Yeah. Or I'm just in the mood for stir-fry vegetables. So I've actually developed more of a taste with onion over time. Mm, have you? Yeah. So the, mm. the stir-fries I make up for myself, I do like to put onion with them. Not 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 to, you know, not with overkill. Yeah. But just just enough to give that hint of like, yeah, there's there's something in there. And I've It does add a lot of flavour. I, I am sad sometimes that I can't cook with onion. But I tell you what, the the onion and garlic infused olive oils make a big difference. Massive difference. Mm. Yep. Big time. So that's where I'm at with vegetables. Courtney, let's have a discussion about dips and condiments. Because I've written out a list of dips and condiments for myself because we need to hit this. I didn't do a list for this. So um, dips and condiments. Well, there's mine down there. What do you got for yourself? Well, start talking about your list and then I'll just add to it on the fly. Chipotle mayo. Yes. Numero uno. Yes. The top dog of dips slash condiments, if you ask me. Over the years, I've become something of a mustard man. Yes. Love me some mustard. I love mustard, especially with steak. Could not agree more. A good quality mustard with a good quality steak. Delicious. Yeah, it also goes well with mustard. Roast pumpkin. Yes. Yes. Mm. Uh, Barbecue sauce. Not a fan for me. The uh, ye old traditional quality Uh, barbecue sauce. Wouldn't be on my list. And also pineapple is a favourite dip and condiment of mine. It's not a dip or a condiment. Because pineapple is so good it makes the list here too. Pineapple is so good it makes every list. It's also my favourite form of ice cream. Oh, my God. It is not. I've never seen you order pineapple ice cream. You know why that is? Because no one makes it. And if they did, I would order it Someone probably does. If if there is a a gelato store that has pineapple-flavoured ice cream, please slide in. pineapple-flavoured gelati. Slide into my DMs because I'm there straight up. All right. We'll we'll see where we can track that down. Good old-fashioned tomato sauce, by the way. Ketchup. Yeah, good old-fashioned tomato sauce. A nice staple. Yes. But I like I like when we have the we'll have like a big barbecue salad together or something, and we've got options. Like there's a there's a squirt of tomato sauce, there's a squirt of mustard. For me, there's a squirt of barbecue sauce, and I just rotate between all three. Yes, I would definitely be on the same page as you with these. I enjoy um, a little bit of mayo. Um, you are a mayo girl. I do like some mayo, especially. A little bit of mayo, flavoured mayo, like a chipotle mayo or something like that. And you can easily make your own of that. So if you, you do add, I make my own. I don't buy pre-done. Um, How do you make yours? So I don't make the actual mayo from scratch, but I get like a good quality mayonnaise and then I will add in like a good good um, quality chipotle seasoning mix. Or you could just... If you didn't have that mix, you could then make your own chipotle, you know, uh, like seasoning. seasoning. Yeah, yeah. But if you've got a good chipotle seasoning and if you've got a good um, mayo base, then it's real. It's sometimes as simple as literally just a bit of seasoning, mix it into, the, um, put some mayo into a bowl, mix a little bit of the seasoning in. Sometimes I'll also add a little bit of tomato sauce or ketchup in there as well, and that adds a really nice flavour. 
with the seasoning as well. Mm-hmm. So you can definitely mix it up. Have a play around, actually. I, I like to have a bit of an experiment play around sometimes. I'll put a little bit of all of them, like a little bit of tomato sauce, a little bit of uh, mustard, a little bit of mayo, a little bit of seasoning into a bowl and sort of make your own um, special sauce up. Um, definitely try that, I would. Um, mm. I don't know why we call it tomato sauce and other people call it ketchup. I don't really understand ketchup. But you're, you're asking the wrong guy. Anyway, we call it tomato sauce. Um, so, okay, that goes our um, surprise list of dips and condiments, which I wasn't aware of. Um, what about specific favourite recipes? Specific favourite recipes would be uh, my go-tos would be things like salads. So the chicken cob salad is big go-to. Um, what goes into the chicken cob salad? So you've got a very much um, leafy green, gr- like leafy um, salad mix of a base. So I think they do use cob lettuce for that. Yep. I'll also add in a bit, a lot, a lot of spinach just to really bulk it out a bit. Mm. Um, there's hard-boiled eggs, tomatoes. Um, what else goes in there? Trying to think now. Bacon, bacon, chicken. How has bacon not been mentioned once in this podcast? I know. What I know. What are we I think doing we with can ourselves? Do, um, I think it calls for cucumber. I hate cucumber personally, so I don't put cucumber in anything. Food. Um. What? Yeah. Speaking of things that overrated, overrated, and it ruins the taste of everything because then when I eat it, all I taste is cucumber. Avocado for me, cucumber for yeah, you. Yeah, can't deal with cucumber. So I take that out. But um, I think a cob, the chicken cob salad's great though because it allows for that. Just like any salad, you can really mix and match whatever you want extra in there or take things out and replace with something else. So often I won't put in, say, cucumber, but I might bulk the salad out with maybe some um, some diced um, carrot. Mm. Or celery, or both. Um, you could put in some corn or something like that. So there's a lot of different ways that you can add in a bit of extra color and a bit of extra texture in there. So I love salads, especially that one. I love um, anything in the slow cooker. So you got like chili con carne, um, that spicy pumpkin soup. Spicy pumpkin soup. Um, I'm big fan of like the chicken um, casserole or the the beef stew. Um, we used to make the beef ragu. The beef ragu, yeah, yeah. That's that stew one. Um, love those. Um, also love the 10-minute chili, though, because if you're just in a pinch and you just need to get something on and made. What's the difference between the slow-cooked chili and the 10-minute chili? Um, about six hours. <laughs> <laughs> one's in the slow cooker, one's in the pan. Pretty much. I mean, the pan one is very easy to put together and it just takes a bit of simmering, but... Um, is made with mince is probably the biggest difference, whereas mm. one in the slow cooker I think calls for beef sort chunks. of um, beef chunks. So obviously you're not going to cook the 10-minute one with beef chunks because you really need the slow cooker for those. But um, the, te- the the biggest difference probably is then just the style of meat that you choose. So we were just talking about chili con carne. We had to have a quick little pause there. Break. Quick break. Now we're back. So I think we just came off talking about the chili con carne and the differences. So they are the differences. Both are fantastic. Um, salmon salad would definitely be on my top of my list, which is not that different from the cob salad really that I love. It just doesn't involve the egg and the bacon and the 
chicken. Uh, sometimes it has oh, bacon. Oh, no, bacon. Um, you basically just take those out and you just replace it with salmon um, mm. instead. So I would sort of grill salmon, like salmon fillets, and then I would um, sort of break them apart and put them through the salad, which is delicious as well. Um, and I think finally another sort of favourite staple recipe for for me during the weeks would be um, like a like a basic curry, like a curry in a hurry. Mm. Um, butter so, chicken. Butter chicken. Um, and we tend to use the um, the mingle seasoning bases for those just because they're Shout so quick mingle. and easy to mingle, put together. Mingle's a, uh, a spice company based in Australia that is literally their ingredients list is nothing but natural, real ingredients, which goes a long way. Mm-hmm. So for my favourite recipes, I'll start with anything Mexican. Like literally... Anything Mexican, uh, also anything Indian. However, I will say I'm real soft, so I can't go too hot with foods. So I love Indian foods, but I'm yeah a bit of a bit of a lightweight when it comes to to hot foods. In terms of specific recipes, so I will also straight up mention the slow cooked chili con carne. Yes, it just hits the spot. I find it incredibly delicious. So there's a recipe that we give our clients and we've got ourselves, Courtney, called the Almighty Salad, which is, what, 25 different ingredients thereabouts yes. in the salad, which is just right up my alley, just so much colour, taste, texture. And then I'll add, like, a protein sauce to it, like, you know, I might put through some you know, barbecue chicken with it or have it on the side with a steak, you know, something like that, very versatile. I'll also give a, from a recipe standpoint, give a shout-out, Courtney, to the Mocha Praline Mousse. A tremendous dessert. Yes. Uh, which Forgot hit, about that. Which hits, at, at, at the same time, it hits my love for chocolate and my love for gelato. Without, and my love for coffee. And your, and your <laughs> love for coffee. Uh, I'll also, recipe called the Tropical Chicken Parmies yes. makes my list because chicken parmas just rule. Yes. Straight up. The butter chicken, Courtney, that you make up is on my list as a favourite specific recipe. Yes. Uh, which then for me is also quite versatile because I can have it by itself with extra vegetables. I'll also cook it into an omelette because that's my mission in life apparently is to cook things into omelettes. <laughs> and I'll give a special shout-out to the Matney Salmon Salad. Yes. Our salmon salads, I guess, tremendous. So with our – Courtney mentioned before with our specific salads that we have with the salmon, I will actually buff mine up even further by adding mango – Pineapple, strawberries, blueberries, grapes. Because that's just how I roll mm-hmm. as well. And I think before we wrap up, Courtney, what about our favourite beverages? We've mentioned chewing. What about drinking? Because i got mine here. What are your favourite drinks? Drinking. Just start with coffee. Like it's, mean, it's you, Courtney. Just start with coffee. Drinking would be coffee. Um, just plain, plain filtered water. Um I'd highly recommend like looking to filter your water. Mm. We've um, switched over to filtered water recently. Um, you can taste the difference. You can definitely taste the difference. So whether you get an attachment for your tap at home, or we we haven't gone even to that far. We've just literally got a filtered water it's a bottle um, jug jug. Um, so filtered water, coffee. Uh, my go-to coffee order would either be just a black coffee or um, a latte with. 
an alternative milk. So soy milk, I don't mind oat milk, yeah. lactose-free milk, something like that. Um, what else? I love peppermint tea. Mm. Love love a peppermint tea. It tends to be my sort of after-dinner drink would be a peppermint tea. Yes. Um, what else? They're my main ones. I mean, if I was going to go out there, I'd probably have a hot chocolate, but it would have to be a sort of natural, pure hot chocolate. Would a Coke, no sugar, make this list? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. If I was going to have a soft drink, um, which doesn't happen very often, we don't keep soft drinks in the house. Oh. So it tends more to be only if, day, we're out, yeah, if we're out for dinner and we feel like something different, mm. it would be a soft drink and tends to be just like a Coke Zero or a Pepsi Max maybe. We mm-hmm. won't uh, take sides in that fight. Um, they're both good. But, yes, they're, uh, they're both fine to me. But uh, I think they're my main ones. I do enjoy teas, other teas as well. I just tend to stick with peppermint most of the time at the moment. Um, I think that's it. That's my drink list. What about yours? Yours is obviously sparkling water. In terms of coffee, I actually have now acquired a taste for coffee thanks to some coaching from Courtney. Yes. So I do like an oat latte. Yes. Uh, I'm slowly developing the tolerance for black coffee, but coffee for me will never replace tea. I'm a tea guy. Yes. I'm, I'm just a tea guy. Yeah. So favourite teas, all of them. Uh, in particular, I do, I do like peppermint and green. Yes. But tea is good. Water and sparkling water just do the job for me. Um, sparkling water, you enjoy Sparkling more. water, I just like fizzy. Yes. So sparkling water helped me get off my addiction to things like full-strength Coke, Pepsi Max, Fanta, things like – well, not Pepsi Max, Pepsi. Yes. Fanta, Fanta, you know, the lemon squashes, things like that. But also just like plain water. Yes. Uh, ginger beer, I'm a fan of. Oh, yeah. Forgot about yeah, that. love ginger beer and also a lemon, lime and bitters. Yes. Goes well. And your special shout-out to Coke No Sugar. Uh, I do like Pepsi Max. I think Coke No Sugar is just a little bit nicer just for me personally. Both are good. mm uh, but if I had to choose, I would choose the Coke, no sugar. Also, special shout-out, creamy soda. Ah, you can actually get that now with no sugar. The sugar-free yeah. creamy soda as a, as a nice sort of treat beverage, I'm all about it. Yes. That's it. We've forgotten anything? <laughs> um, we, if we have, we will remember it five minutes from now once we stopped. Well, I hope that answers the question. We get asked, I think Matt mentioned, we get asked all the time, what are your favourite foods? <laughs> Well, there so, you go. There's just about an hour of what we do, our sort of staples that we like to eat and drink. I'm not sure that is an exhaustive list, but it is a, to me that's fairly comprehensive in terms of staples. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's fairly represent, like, representative of what we eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but All right. we will have forgotten something. So if yeah. you think of something that we've forgotten or if you think of a recipe that we haven't mentioned that – really must be in our staples because it's in a staple of yours, please let us know. And we recommend coming and hanging out with us in our Facebook group. Yes. You will find our Facebook group over at Shockingly Enough Facebook. Yes. Group is the Weight Loss Podcast. There will be a link to the group in your podcast app. Just press the link and come hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And, of course, we love feedback, thoughts, questions, ideas, Podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com is not just where you can email us, but where you should email us. Yes. So that's that. Thanks for hanging out with us. Courtney, thank you for joining me as always. Thank you. See you next time. We'll see you next week. 
Are you ready to share your success? Head over to our website for full access to our show notes, resources based on today's topic, and links to our Facebook group so you can share your story with our hosts and many others out there who are looking to achieve and maintain their health and fitness goals. You can find all that and more exclusively at theweightlosspodcast.com. 